Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys week 14 tight end rankings for fantasy football in 2020. Inside of this video, we are going to be discussing my top 20 ranked tight ends for week number 14 of the 2020 fantasy football season and why I have them ranked in each and every single spot. Before we get into this, I'd like to ask you for that at any point inside this video. You end up having a great time. You end up enjoying. So please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship. And if you are someone who's been watching for a while, please make sure or maybe just recently and you're already subscribed, please make sure you hit that like button down below really helps me out a whole ton. I really would appreciate that. So before we get into it again, I'd like to ask you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsors over at OverlayDFS.com. OverlayDFS.com is my favorite place to play daily fantasy sports on the whole World Wide Web. Now, typically I play in the matchup shop. They also offer progressive tournaments that you guys can enter as well, but we're going to be talking about the matchup shop here. The matchup shop is very, very simple. I'll show you guys examples from last night's game from the Dallas Cowboys up against the Baltimore Ravens. Who scores more fantasy points? Amari Cooper minus two or CD Lamb plus two? The correct answer was Amari Cooper minus two. These are a lot of these are really no brainer questions. Who scores more fantasy points? Zeke minus seven or Tony Pollard? Plus seven, it is so, so simple to win money on OverlayDFS.com. All you do is you pick one of these, and you select how much you want to bet on each and every single matchup. You can pick one. You can pick all seven. You can parlay them all together. It does not matter. It's so easy to win on OverlayDFS.com. Make sure you guys check it out. You do all this research all week long to win your fancy matchup. Why not win some extra cash on top on OverlayDFS.com? And we are back. Let's get into it. Week 14 tight end rankings. We begin with tight ends 1 through 12. Starting at number 1, we have Travis Kelsey at the Miami Dolphins. Again, as always, when I do the rankings videos after the Thursday night football game, no players from that game will be on this list because they already played, and I would have found it stupid to have Tyler Higby as like the 19th ranked tight end or whatever because I didn't really like him going into the week. He didn't really perform all that well. It's just the fact that Tyler Higby just hasn't been all that good this season. A complete and utter disappointment from what a lot of people drafted him as. And number one, we have Travis Kelsey at the Miami Dolphins. Now, Travis Kelsey has been the guy in fantasy football, the number one tight end in fantasy football. This guy's just a certified monster on a weekly basis. The Miami Dolphins defense has been pretty good, and they have been all right up against the tight end position, but they haven't really faced the guy of the echelon of a tight end like Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is pretty much matchup fucking proof at this point in his career. The guy's a beast every single game. You rarely ever see the guy disappoint, and if he does disappoint, he doesn't drop like 18 points. He gets like 9 or 10 or 12, and you're not really all that pissed off about that, so Travis Kelsey should be great this week. I got him at number one in Miami. At number two, we have Darren the Waller, or the Walrus Waller, versus the Indianapolis Colts. Now, Darren Waller just is insane. The motherfucker scored like 40 points last week. Him and Travis Kelsey, when George Kittle are out, are just the number one and number two guys by far. By far and away, in my opinion, the two safest options in fantasy football. The guys that are just locked and loaded to go in your lineup on a weekly basis. Now, the guys we're going to talk about at like 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, those are guys that are also kind of just locked in your lineup, but they're not these upper echelon of talents like a guy of Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. Sure, the Indianapolis Colts defense is no easy matchup, but again, when you have a tight end of the caliber, when we've seen the Colts be able to get scored on as of recently, I think Darren Waller should do well for the Las Vegas Raiders at number 3. We have Robert Tunyon at the Tennessee or at the Detroit Lions. Now, Tunyon did start off the season pretty cold. Then he got real hot. Like, I'm talking hotter than whatever the hottest thing could be. Like, hotter than hell. Hot as hell, Robert Tunyon was. And then he cooled off. Ice Cube 
you know, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube type deal. And then he got hot again and has risen to the occasion as of recently up against the Detroit Lions. This is a matchup that Robert Tanyan should be able to play very well in. So I like him as the number three ranked tight end on the week. And number four, we have the guy on the other side of the ball for the Detroit Lions, TJ God versus the Green Bay Packers. Hawkinson has been very safe thus far this season. He has rarely ever disappointed. Kenny Galladay likely going to get the nod to sit the fuck down again because why would Kenny Galladay want to play for you in your fantasy football playoffs? So TJ Hawkinson will be a good pick here. This should be a high-scoring matchup in my opinion. While the Lions haven't looked great this season, they normally play up to the occasion up against the Green Bay Packers. Number five, we have Hunter Henry versus the Atlanta Falcons. While this Los Angeles Chargers offense looked not ready to go. Normally, the Chargers offense is fucking rock hard, like Viagra hard. Last week, they could not even get it up. They had erectile dysfunction up against the New England Deflatriots, and their penis was deflated. But this week, up against the Atlanta Falcons, I expect a much different situation, considering the Falcons' defense is trash. At number six, we have Marky Mark Andrews at the Cleveland Browns. Mark Andrews is going to be able to play in this game up against Cleveland. I believe he played on Tuesday when they played that game, but I'm not too sure. I didn't really see him be super involved in that game. Maybe now he has been cleared to play. Regardless, the Baltimore Ravens offense is in a must-win situation here, and you want to know how you win the game. You get the fucking ball to Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews has had a tipsy-turvy season, and I do not disagree with that statement because in some games, this guy is really scoring, really playing well, but in other games, Lamar Jackson is just not looking his way, and it's not even Mark Andrews' fault. It's not like Mark Andrews isn't open. It's just the fact that Lamar Jackson isn't seeing him, so while I don't love him this week, it's really hard to rank Mark Andrews outside of the top six when you consider the risk outside of the top six with these other guys. And number seven, we have Gronk Spike, Rob Gronkowski versus the Minnesota Vikings. Rob Gronkowski has been pretty solid after a completely god-awful start to the season up against the Minnesota Vikings, in my opinion. This is going to be a higher-scoring affair, and I like Rob Gronkowski to potentially find the end zone in this matchup as tight end. Number seven and number eight, we have Eric Ebron at the Buffalo Bills. And Eric Ebron, for the last two weeks, has had a case of butter fucking fingers. This guy's just dropping the ball left and right. It hits him right in the hands, and it falls out. I'm surprised. I watched the mic'd up. I'm surprised Big Ben didn't tear these guys a new asshole legitimately he was being so nice to these guys and they're just fucking this game up by dropping the balls left and right but Eric Ebron should be able to have a bounce back game in my opinion here up against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo and what should be a higher scoring match but number nine we have Easy E Evan Ingram versus the Arizona Cardinals whether it's Danny Dimes or Colt McCoy shouldn't matter too much obviously you'd prefer it to be Danny Dimes though the issue with this game in my opinion is really Evan Ingram's inconsistencies, right? That's the issue with playing him because this guy, one game looks like the best tight end in the NFL. Legitimately looks not maybe not the best, but one of the best tight ends in the NFL. He's catching everything. Then in other games, this guy's dropping the ball left and right, and you really just don't know which game you're going to get out of Evan Ingram. But overall, I think he is worthy of a top 10 performance this week at number nine. And number 10, we have Mike Licky Amagasiki uh, versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, Mike Gasicki lit it up like his name was Snoop Doggy Dog last week up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs defense is much better than the Cincinnati Bengals because any defense is much better than one of the worst defenses in the NFL. But Mike Gosicki may now finally have developed that connection with Tua Tungavailoa that we have looked for all of this season when Tua was starting. It used to be Ryan Fitzpatrick and Mike Gosicki were best of friends. You could start them in fantasy football. And Gosicki was very well used, utilized inside of the end zone. Now, with Tua, it seems like Tua was kind of cucking him, screwing him over, teasing him a little bit, throwing him the ball sometimes, but never really in the end zone. But Mike Gosicki scored last week. Seems like Tua and him are much more comfortable, so I like him here at number 10. 
up against the Kansas City Chiefs at number 11. We have Noah Fant at the Carolina Panthers. Now, Noah Fant is strictly held back by Horsecock Drew Locke, quarterback of the Denver Broncos. If Drew Locke has a good game up against Carolina, I expect Fant to have a very good game. If Drew Locke doesn't play too well, then Noah Fant isn't going to be able to get that upper echelon kind of a game. So I got him as 11 with the upside to be a top five guy, but he also has the upside to really shit the bed in your lineup due to the quarterback play in Denver. At number 12, we have Dallas Godert versus the New Orleans Saints. Now, Godert would probably have been a top five pick had Carson Wentz had been under center. Now, I think Godert could actually be and have much more potential under Jalen Hurts, but the issue is we've never seen Jalen Hurts and Dallas Godert have that great connection that him and Carson Wentz have. So this is kind of a prove it game for Dallas Godert. If you really don't have any of these guys ahead of him, I would play Dallas Godert, but he certainly is much more risky this week than he has been in the past. Now into tight, t- tight ends 13 through 20. So if you guys have ended up enjoying this video this far, please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below again if you're new. And if you're not new, please make sure you hit that like button. Logan Thomas, LT at number 13 at the San Francisco 49ers. Now I almost wanted to rank Logan Thomas ahead of of Dallas Goder, but then I thought about it. Logan Thomas had a real strong game last week, and Terry McLaurin was really just all, not all that involved at all in that game plan, apparently, in that matchup. But I expect Terry to be much more involved in this game, which does simmer Logan Thomas's value down, in my opinion, up against the San Francisco 49ers, a game that the Washington football team needs to win. And I expect Logan Thomas to get a decent workload here for another safe week at the tight end position at number 13. and number 14, we have Hayden Hurst at the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, Hayden Hurst has shit the bed two times this year. One, two. Against the same team, the New Orleans Saints. What does that mean? That means that he's been pretty much matchup proof besides against the New Orleans Saints this matchup this week. Not the New Orleans Saints, one of the worst defenses in the NFL in the LA Chargers. How do I know that? Because the Patriots beat the shit out of them, and then the Patriots last night looked limp dick against the Rams and couldn't do anything. So that shows me that the Chargers are really, really bad at defense, and Hayden Hurst should be able to have a heyday. Julio Jones not going to be playing as well, which is a little bit better for Hayden Hurst. At number 15, we have Dalton Schultz at the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, Dalton Schultz has actually been pretty solid with Andy Dalton. is definitely a good matchup up against the Cincinnati Bengals, but again, you don't necessarily want to bet on the players in this game because in my opinion this is going to be a lower scoring game especially when they're not the number one target on their team in Dalton Schultz at tight end 15 at number 16 we have Jordan Reed versus the Washington football team a revenge game for Jordan Reed Jordan Reed I believe was on the Washington football team last year he is going to be fired up to play well he ended up scoring a tug last week like his name was Robert Kraft up against the Buffalo Bills and I think he should be able to do well here up against the Washington football team due to how the 49ers create their playbook to tailor towards George Kittle, but when George Kittle obviously isn't there, Jordan Reed is able to play quite well. Number 17 with Anthony Ferkser at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The tight end position is actually much deeper this week than in weeks past. This is actually where I feel most comfortable here. Not that I feel most comfortable in these guys, but I feel comfortable in all these guys up to Anthony Ferkser, and then after him, it's kind of a Complete and utter fucking wasteland. Ferkser did end up scoring last week in that game for the Tennessee Titans up against the Cleveland Browns. This week, they get the Jacksonville Jaguars. It seems as though Janu Smith is going to be missing again. So Anthony Ferkser should be able to light it up this week up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. But again... Don't love it because they are going to be running the ball a lot with Derrick Henry at number 18. We have Jordan. Call me Miss Atkins. Call me Miss Atkins. Hmm. Even though it's like, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, I think is the actual lyrics of the song. At the Chicago Bears. Atkins is an all right player on the Houston Texans. 
I just don't think I trust it, to be honest with you, because he's not really all that utilized. He has to score a touchdown to be worthy of a start, so that's why he's at 18 and number 19. We have Austin Hoop God versus the Baltimore Ravens. Hooper did have a point in this season where he was looking like a very safe tight end to start in your roster, but... As of the last couple of weeks, that has been a no-go up against the Baltimore Ravens. I ain't going to trust it since I feel like they're not going to be airing the ball a super uh, heavy amount. I feel like they're going to run the ball to win this game with Big Dick, Nicholas Chubb, and Kareem Hunt. So I think Austin Hooper is just all right week uh, this week at tight end 19, closing in the top 20. We have Cole Komet versus the Houston Texans. Now, Cole Komet did play very, very well last week for the Chicago Bears. Does this continue? This is kind of the prove-it week, in my opinion, for Cole Komet because we have seen him do it last week right? But can he do it consistently? Can he ball out again here up against the Houston Texans if Kiss and Titties Trubisky is using him as heavily as he did last week? Then I think we can trust Cole Komet for the future, but I'm not too sure about that. That's why he's at tight end 20 because we got to see it this week before I'm ultra confident in Mr. Komet rookie tight end. Thank you guys all so much for watching this video. If you did end up enjoying, please make sure that you guys do end up hitting that subscribe button down below. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure you guys check out overlay dfs.com. Link down below in the description. I love you all as always. Good boy!